Hey folks, welcome back to Raised On It. Emily, what's going on? Hi from Wisconsin. It's snowing. It's great. <laughs> you know, I'm okay. I didn't want to rub it in, but I kind of want to rub it in. How it's is okay. it? Is it cold? I had a fresh snow off my car this morning. It was terrible. That's it's all gone now. I mean, it all it all melted away. That's but, good. Um, it's it's not good, but uh, but that's all right. That's all right. Um, I'll I'll manage. I'll try not to complain too much. Well, the good thing is, yeah, the good thing is, I mean, your favorite band released a new album on Friday, so you shouldn't be in like too bad of a mood, right? No, no, not at all. Are we talking um, Old Dominion? That's my favorite band. Uh, no, Definitely I, not I was actually talking. Down, oh, but... dang it! That's what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Old Dominion released their new album this past weekend, self-titled, twelve songs on it. What is your initial reaction to hearing it the first time? I feel like this happens a lot. Okay, but like. <laughs> All the songs that they've released so far, right? Um, like Make It Sweet, One Man Band, Now My Heart Is a Bar. Yeah. They're my least favorite songs from the album. Dang. No way. Right? Okay. Right? Um, I think like My Heart Is a Bar is my favorite of the ones that have been like released so far. Um, I don't know. I think there's better ones, but I think that kind of is true for like maybe all of my Old Dominion albums, which is why I always wanted them to win at award shows, because I knew like their songs that they were releasing weren't even the best ones. If that makes sense? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, who knows what exactly goes into their thought process or the record label's thought process between you know release this song, not release that one. But um, I know, and they've all done well. So like, obviously, someone knows what they're doing. But I, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. I'm. But I think it's it's a good album, and I think it solidifies the fact that like they're gonna take home awards this fall at the CMAs next spring. Like I just don't see there's no slowdown in them. Like I don't see it. No, and I think their story is just so fascinating. And I don't. I was trying to think of it over the weekend of like who was who'd be a similar band, like a similar story of like all these songwriters coming together. They, they had success individually as songwriters, but then they're like, Hey, why don't we like make a legit band? And then not only like, do they make it work, but they're like super, super successful with it. And right. And it's all been like recent too. Like the last like two or three years, you could say it's just been like old dominion taking it home. Yeah, seriously. I mean, we went from the years of it was Florida Georgia Line. I mean, a little big town still in there, you know, Lady Antebellum, Rascal Flats. But like you said, I think it's it's Old Dominion's category to lose, and I, I don't see why that's going to change in the next two to three years either. Is that crazy how like the cycle goes? Though I mean, for the longest time it was like Rascal Flats category, and then. Um, Little Big Town was there, but I feel like Lady Antebellum kind of surpassed them initially, mm-hmm. and then Little Big Town, and now it's Old Dominion. It's like, it just, I think it's crazy how fast it can all shift. Yeah, it can change, it can change in a hurry. Uh, so, if, I'm not going to have you rank all 12 of them, but uh, <laughs> which, 
Which ones are which ones are standing out to you on the album? Um, probably. Hmm, I like smooth sailing. Midnight mess around is fun, and I do like American style. I think that's. Oh, and paint the grass green. So essentially, all of them, right? <laughs> all right. Well, you only listed three or four, so that's. That's actually fewer than I thought you would say. <laughs> Just, I'm looking at the list right now. I'm like, oh, this one. Oh, that one. Yeah. It's a good album. Yeah, it really it really is just like, I mean, their sound is so unique and so pure. So that, that's the first thing that stands out. But then if you like listen really deep to the lyrics, you're like, Oh yeah, these guys are literally the best songwriters in Nashville. Um, I mean, you mentioned paint the grass green. I just thought that was so clever. It was such a cool concept for a song. Um, that one. And for me, the other one is do it with me, but Honestly, like you said, the entire one, the entire album is, there's not a bad song on the entire there's project. There's not. No. There's not. I kind of like that they, I don't know, the way it ended with some people do, it's kind of like a sleeper of a song. I know they released that maybe a week or so ago, and that's been just kind of like the big buzz too. But I like that they put it at the end of the album because why is, the most Why is feel, that? Cause I'm, I'm not a huge, I'm not a huge fan of, I mean, like, why do you like that? Cause like, I'm not a it was huge, at the end. yeah, because that way I get 11 like fast paced songs that don't ruin my jam when I'm in my car. Um, okay. <laughs> you know, I feel like it would disrupt it otherwise. Cause sometimes I feel like there's probably an art to the way an album's put together with songs first and all that. I feel like even I don't know. I just think it would have been too much. There's a good good flow to it. Okay. No. I mean, I like I I totally see your side. I'm I'm always curious when when like an artist or band ends their album. Like what the what the thought is. Like do they fade out with a, a ballad or they just you know go balls right. to the walls the entire way through. Um, I mean, it's like when Rascal Flatts did that whole hidden track thing with uh, Sarah Butts. Oh, yeah. I forgot what album that was. I mean, that wasn't even mentioned on it. You had to wait like a minute, and then all of a sudden this new song started playing. You're like, well, this isn't on on the set list or the track list. Uh, I think it's kind of just a nice, like, just way to kind of wind down, you know, just kind of... <laughs> Is there a? I don't, I don't have a reason for it. I just like that it's at the end. I, no, that's interesting. No, it is. I'm no. That's that's perfectly fair. Is there? Good. Is there any sort of when you listen to this? Is there any sort of theme that you're taking away as? I know you're not in the band, but as a fan, is there like as you listen <laughs> to it, like a theme that comes to mind? Not really. I think they just, this sounds probably not what they want to hear, but they, it sounds, and you can say this out, it sounds like an Old Dominion, like, track, which is what it should sound like, but they have a sound to them. They're, they're, I don't want to say like, I won't say it, but they're kind of like rock, but then they still have country, they're modern country, but people don't um, associate them with like bro country. They're very much themselves, kind of just like, Oh, it's all about the the song and the lyrics. Yeah, uh, it just it sounds very old Dominion y, which is good. I would have been 
I wouldn't have liked it if it had been if they tried something else. I think. Yeah. No. I'm. I'm totally with you. Like I listened to it and. It's not a knock on their their previous music at all, but this one it's it seemed like they truly know what their sound is and like what their like what their music is supposed to be. Um, so that's that's really the only thing. And I know I know that these I mean twelve songs. You have five guys in the group, and they're all writing songs, and they're all I mean the process to narrow it down to the twelve songs I cannot imagine. And I can't imagine right. those discussions, and I can't imagine what great songs we'll never hear. Um, I know. I mean, hopefully they make make their way to at least an, another artist or something like that. But um, right. So, if do you think this is potentially up for album of the year awards next year? For like the ACMs next year? Yeah, I mean, I know it's. I mean, we're we have the CMAs are in a couple weeks here, but. Uh, when you look at the ACMs and the CMAs, like, do you think this album, you know, holds up to what we've heard, like, let's say the last three, four months from different artists? Hmm. I honestly don't know. I feel like all their albums, like, were deserving of it. Maybe this one is, but I guess it'll depend on what everyone else comes out with. I mean, there's a lot of big ones yet to come out. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I I would like it to, but I don't know. Yeah. No. Let's talk about that because, <laughs> like, the next four weeks to kick off November is absolutely crazy. Um, November first, if you want to count Hooting the Blowfish as country, they're coming out with a new album. No. <laughs> hey, I'm, all I'm saying is I'm on MusicRow.com. Their album release calendar, they have them listed there. I know a lot of people are looping them in. I'm with you. I'm just curious. Okay. <laughs> but anyways, the four main ones. So um, this Friday, November 1st, we have Miranda Lambert. She's dropping her wild card album. Then mm-hmm. the following week, November 8th, Luke Combs, What You See Is What You Get, which already has, I believe, three number ones on it and it has an interview <laughs> yeah. really, two or three he's it, ridiculous he's ridiculous then the following week lady antebellum releases ocean and then the 22nd of november jason aldean uh releases nine i mean when you look at when you look at that month if you're if you're another artist if you like, do you even bother releasing new music that month or you just say hey let's just wait till the new year if you're like one of those like up and comers who's like has an EP ready to drop this like winter, you're like, mm, mm, maybe not. Or you try to piggyback it onto one of the artists, you know, you, you kind of do that. Yeah. Uh, which one are you most looking forward to? Um, so, um, um <laughs> I, Okay, it's gonna. I'm actually whatever Miranda's released so far. I've really liked, which is like surprising. She's wow, this always is, like hit or miss for me. This is breaking news. Wow. But she's hitting it. What is it like her her song about like tequila does? It's so good. I don't know. It's so great. Um, but I'm just excited to hear. Luke Holmes and Eric Church on a song. So I guess Luke Holmes is my answer. That's right. That is that is the one track that everyone's kind of like on pins and needles to hear. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, the, arguably the two biggest guys in country music right now, like, you know, biggest, you know, one's clearly established, but the other one, I mean, I, I was not around to see Garth Brooks rise. Like I was too young to understand that. But right. holy shit. I don't like, think it was even as fast as Lucas. I don't think it was that quick. I saw I saw someone tweeted today that um Cole Swindell's uh what song I'm trying to think what song off the top of my head it just went to number one, Love You Too Late. Uh yeah. it was it, it took forty four weeks for that song to get to number one. In, in the meantime, Luke Combs had two number ones and uh, his his latest one that he released, uh, If You're Leaving, right? Yeah. It's already at like number six. So it's, <laughs> it, it's just crazy that Cole Swindell is one of my favorites. He's super talented. But then Luke Combs just casually can drop any song and right. it's good. And, and it's not... And it, it's nothing like cheap about it, or like it, you know, overly commercialized. No, all solid songs. And yes. Like, I think we've talked about this before. There's songs that you like for some reason you instantly know all the words to it. it. They're just so catchy. I mean, I could listen to Refrigerator Door all day, and that's not even one that was like on the EP. But that's gonna be on the new one, I think, right? Yeah. So I think um, my understanding is his new one has fifty. <laughs> Has fifteen songs, and the first five. The first five are from the EP, so technically only ten new songs. Okay. Still, like, thanks, Luke. He's just killing it. Right. Um, I'm just thinking, like, this his last album, not EP. When was his last album? Oh, he did. This one's for you as a 2017 album, but then he dropped a deluxe version, I guess, in 2018. So I mean, it's time. I feel like I feel like that we haven't gone without a lot of new Luke Combs. He just always seems to have like a new song. I don't understand how. I mean, he co-wrote the Carly Pierce Lou Bryce Lee Bryce song. <laughs> he did, which I mean, eh, I can leave that one at the door. That's fair. I. I mean that one. I I do I do like it, but I feel like it's almost backwards with the verse. The verses are more up tempo and catchy than the chorus, which is it's a bit like it's just odd. But um, yeah, personally, I mean Lee Bryce. Like we heard him sing live this year. I would have rather right. I would rather Luke stay on it just because he wrote the yes. song. But anyways, uh, so Miranda and Luke. They're going to drop absolutely killer albums. Lady Antebellum, yes. I'm actually really pumped for that one, too. Like, Are you? Most of, most of the stuff they've released so far um, has been really good, at least in my opinion. But. Oh, yes. Their song, Pictures, that's, that's a good one. Um, then we have Mr. Jason Aldean, who's just, like, solid and steady. Uh, just, you know, releases a new album. Three or four of them get released as singles. Most, if not all, reach the top spot, and he rinses, repeats, and does it again every two years. It's just—it's just like not even like Ruby or Town was last year, wasn't it? Um, was it? Yeah, 2018. That's crazy. Was it really? April of 2018. 
So 18 months, less than 18 months later, he's already coming out. That's nuts. That's nuts. You know, and we talk about this all the time. Like if, you know, will artists continue to put out full length albums or will they just, just start releasing like these mini, mini albums, these EPs where every year you're going to get five to 10 new songs from an artist. Um, I don't know. And I, and I feel like artists, maybe in the past artists were a little hesitant to release everything they have, but I think the artists nowadays, like they're writing every single day. They're, they're hustling. I was actually listening to, uh, Red Akins was on the Bobby bone show and he was asked about going on tour with TR and being out there with the guys like Dustin Lynch, uh, Russell, and just yeah. kind of, you know, what, what it's like as a father and like what the, the daily thing is. And he basically said TR wakes up after a show. So he's out there all night, probably gets to bed at like one or two. He's up at eight thirty. 8, 8.30 on the songwriter's bus already starting to write. And he's like, if you don't make it in by that, by, by the time TR is awake, like you missed out on that opportunity to write that day. And then he writes all day long. He does a sound check. He'll come back from sound check. Maybe, you know, go back to the writing, see if they can fine tune something. Does a live show comes off from the live show. And if he doesn't go to bed right away, he's going back to the songwriting. It's, like what? it's just crazy, and I maybe he's you know unique in that sense, but I don't think I don't think he is. I think a lot of these guys and girls are just super hard workers, and they're just crushing it now. And and, and I feel like if you sometimes you're just like gifted with a song, like a melody comes to your head, and you have to explore. It. You can't just like sit it down. Like I think I there is a an interview or something with Tr where he said. If he doesn't do something creative every day, whether it's um, songwriting or um, putting together a show, a set list, something like that, he'll go crazy. It's like, I have to do something somewhat creative, no matter what it is, every day. So I think some people's brains are just wired differently. Right. Yeah. Because there's some days I come home from work and I'm like... <laughs> It ain't happening today. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. But what if it's there? What if you can't get it out? What if it's something you can't stop thinking about? You know, I don't know. If it's something you love and it's there, I don't know. Yeah. And I think a lot of these artists, I'm assuming, are are almost perfectionists where, you know, they want to get that that perfect lyric, the perfect melody. They want to just absolutely nail it. And obviously someone like TR, it's definitely paid off for him because he's a superstar right now in country music. Um, you know, this is like backtracking a little bit here, but I would love for Jason Aldean to have like another dirt road anthem on this new album. I feel like you always know what to expect from him, or at least like you always thought you did. And then he dropped dirt road anthem and it was totally new and everyone freaked out and it was so cool and so fresh. And ever since then, it kind of seems like, not that it's like the same old songs, but it's kind of like, I don't know, cookie cutter. Like there's a, there's a very much a theme which people seem to love, so maybe he doesn't want to mess with it. But I would love for him to just drop like something totally new again. So something in the similar sound of Dirt Road Anthem doesn't yeah. have to be like a rap song. I just want something that sounds different. They'd be like, oh, I never would have thought Jason Allen would have sang that, but he rocks it. That's that's fair. Totally get that. Where you're just listening to an answer, you're like. 
where did that come from? Like, right. is this really Jason yeah. Aldean? Like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. That's kind of what I hope for. Um, again, I always like his songs. He always has, you know, catchy songs that do well in the charts, but just a little, uh, something different for his ninth album would be nice. Yeah. So speaking of these like superstars in country, um, there's been a couple of new songs in the last couple of weeks. I know we haven't done the podcast in a while, but there's a couple new songs I want to ask you about. So this past weekend, Luke, oh Bryan, Luke Bryan dropped his new one, What She Wants Tonight. And I know you're not a, you weren't a fan of it originally. I like it. Are you sticking with that original thought? I don't think I've listened to it since I watched the video, but... I own this thing where I'm listening to something on, on Spotify and it catches my ear. I add it to like my playlist of now. And I didn't do that with Luke's song. Really? Really? <laughs> it's very poppy. I don't know. Like bring back old Luke. I mean, I'm demanding a lot of these artists, but I want Jason to be new and fresh and I want Luke to be his old self. <laughs> I don't see. And I didn't get the, the overly poppy vibe from it to be quite honest. I mean, it's no. it's not uh, hunting, fishing, you know, that kind of vibe to it. Right. But I didn't think I didn't think it was as poppy as like TR's music. Did you think so? Yeah, maybe I feel like TR can pull it off more. That's fair. It's it's more in his ID makeup than like Luke's or Blake's right. or someone like that. Right. All right. Uh, so yeah. I'll give it another chance or two. Well, and then we have Mr. Sam Hunt returns with Kin Folks. I love Sam Hunt so much. <laughs> so were you first listen, were you like, this is the smash? Yeah. Really? I was like, God, it's good to hear your voice again. And apparently he's releasing another song before Christmas. So <laughs> praise Jesus. See, I, I like the song, but... I don't know if it, and I don't know if it's been released to radio. I don't know if it's like a, if it's single material. If that makes sense. Oh really? Yeah, I don't know. I think I think it has been released to radio. I feel like I heard it on radio. Did you? That would make sense. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. the thing I liked about it, and I'm very curious to hear like what his next release is and like what his eventual album um, ends up sounding like. But I know there was some some discussion that he was going to be a little bit more traditional country. And I feel like this release was the old Sam hunt, which I love. And like, yes, that's, that's what got him to start. Yeah. <laughs> that's his lane. That's what he's phenomenal yeah. at. And, yes. you know, everyone criticizes the whole bro country. He ushered that in, but he, he's authentic. Do with you think it. he was bro country? I didn't think he was that bro country. I think with, I think it was him FGL at the same time and then kind of Luke a little bit but I, I think that whole time period I mean we're talking five seven eight years ago maybe right yeah um, yeah but the thing with I think the thing with Sam is there are a lot of like copycat artists out that are trying to copy him but they can't yes. be him so that's right. that's the thing that works to his advantage that's it's that's right in his wheelhouse like, yeah yeah, he's had like one album, and already people will compare 
new artists be like, oh, it's very Sam Hunt. Like, can you imagine like one album? I mean, he's had more songs, but to already be like, you set the standard and everyone else follows after you. It's crazy. And like, I'm so gotta, excited. There's just gonna be a shit ton of pressure on him too. Like, how do you, to follow up that album? I'm sure he's got to be nervous. To, like, Maybe like, that's why it's taking so dang long. Yeah, like but he was on he was on Bobby Bones too, and saying like he didn't think it would take this long, but he kind of just said that he was going to spend a year writing music, and you know what? I'm okay with it. If he's like, it probably won't ever take me this long to put out a new album again. I'm like, you better not be. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, in his defense, though, I mean, when he released his first album, I don't think he had any idea that literally everything on that would be a success and that album would be such a success that his life would just turn into an absolute whirl- whirlwind. Uh, yeah, I can't, I can't even imagine that. Like one day, yeah, that's true. You're writing songs for everyone. And you're like, I'm gonna release my debut project, and then three years later, you wake up and you're like who am I like what what happened the last three years so I no, still like my favorite album ever like, I can listen to, mm, probably I mean I listened the crap out of that album from top to bottom there's not one song that I would skip there's not one word I didn't know even all his little rap parts yeah, oh, yeah. that was that was my jam and still is I, I like I like when he talks a little bit like take your time oh I just, I'm going to go listen to it after this. See? That's like a good idea. There we go. We'll get in the Sam Hunt spirit this week. Yeah. Um, so before I get to the one other song I want to talk about, yeah. there's actually another song. I'm hoping you heard it this week. Lauren Elena released The Other Side. Have you listened to it yet? Is that the one that she um, danced to? Yes. So... She wrote it about her stepfather who passed away. Yeah. And whoa. Like Is she getting a new having a new album? Like is that coming out soon? Is that why she has all these new songs? You know, I haven't heard. I mean, she's done you know, she's dropped a a, a song here and there. Um you know, like Ladies in the 90s was that was that last year even? Yeah. Or even yeah, you know, I so, so I you know, she put her she put her tour on hold. She was supposed to go on a fall tour. Uh, our boy, right. Phil, our boy Fillmore was going to open, but with the Dancing with the our Stars boy. thing, hey, hey, no, 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 you hey. Tyler, Tyler Fillmore. Hey, when we're one of thirty people at a show, <laughs> we're dedicated That's fans. That's right. That's our boy. So yeah, I'm. I, I truly do think Lauren Elena has one of, if not the best voice in country music, um, and I, I'm hoping this. You know, a little publicity from Dance with the Stars helps her, and yeah, I, I like cross my fingers she releases an album ASAP. But yeah, right. the other side, if you haven't listened to it, <laughs> make sure I you're have, make sure you're in like a emotional state where you want to cry, or like it's it's definitely not one that you're going to be jamming to eighty miles an hour down the highway. I'm always in that state of mind, ready to cry at the drop of a hat. No worries, I'm there. All right, well. Add that to your listening list. <laughs> All right, I will. The other one, the last one I want to get your thoughts on, the collaboration nobody saw coming. Nobody saw coming. They released a song one week, and then less than a week later, dropped the music video, 
and it, it like nobody had any clue it was going down until like maybe two days before the song was released. JB teaming up with Dan Shea, ten thousand hours. Oh, I didn't even know what you were talking about with that introduction. Um, yeah, of course I love that song. <laughs> Come on, it's my two like favorite music acts. Yeah, it, like the second. Actually, I have a second question: Is are you so are you excited that? Because I know you weren't a big fan of Dan and Shay's album, so like, there's clearly no more songs that are going to be released from that album. Are you good with that? Yeah, I mean, so I think um, what song did we want them to release instead of oh, alone together? We wanted that to be their next single. Yeah, that's a that's an up tempo one. Also, yeah, the duet with Kelly Clarkson, "Keeping Score," never was released as an official single, I believe. Which is crazy yeah. when you think about it. I mean, I think they, they performed together on a, an award show, right? I think so. Yeah, there's only so much. I mean, I'm okay with that, I think. I understand the ones that got picked. Um, but, yeah, I, I guess uh, Alone Together will just go in a nice little, you know, closet of Dan and Shay songs that never got released that I love more than songs that did get released. So it's fine. That's yeah. fine. Okay, I thought you were gonna ask me about some other songs, but that's okay. Oh, what other songs? No, flip it around. What what other songs you got? Um, did you like uh, Jordan Davis's Trouble Town? I do. Did you? It's different. I kind of liked it though. Yeah, it felt very like Jordan Davis, like Louisiana E. If that makes sense. So I'm gonna ask you the same question, and I know the answer because. The only so the only songs from his debut album he released as singles, "Take It From Me" went to number one. "Singles You Up" went to number one. I think even before the album was released, and those those are the only ones. I think "Slow Dance in a Parking Lot" is a current single on the on the radio, but those are the only three. And I know we loved that album, so it's like a bit of a bummer that he's already moving on, but I like the new one. Yeah, it's, it's time, I think. Um, but yeah, there's some other good ones on there that that's fine, that I know are good, and that I, I don't know, I could sing along to when I went to his show. But yeah, I, I'm ready for like new music from him. Yeah, same here. Uh, what other songs do you have? Um, well, I, I thought you were going to talk about Granger's new one. I like it. I love it. It's. I'm glad it wasn't like a tearjerker one. Like I didn't know what was going to happen, but it's it's a Granger Switch song. And I don't know if it was something that he had already had. I'm guessing it was before everything happened. Um, I don't think it was written after the fact. Do you? No, it was. Um... So they still do the keeping up with the the Smiths YouTube channel. And yeah, they had, um, this was written well before this happened. He ended up weaving river into the second verse, I believe, but, um, totally agree with you. Like when I saw, when I saw the cover art release, I think I texted you. I'm like, Oh no, this is going to be just like, but then I watched the video and like, or maybe it was a tweet. He he said something. He's like, "This isn't going to be a sad song. It's not about River." 
And we're going to get that song or those songs sometime. And I don't think it's going to be like that far off in the distance. But like you said, this is a Granger Smith song. It's just jam down to earth, country loving. It's just Granger Mm -hmm. Smith. Love it. Yes. Yes, I agree. Um, And the last one I like, uh, again, like I never thought of this collaboration, but I really like their voices together. Like Maddie and Tay and Dirk Bentley Uh, have a new song. And I just like the second verse when like, when when Dirks comes in, I'm like, all right, let's let's do this. I'm I'm excited for all what they're doing too. Yeah, Maddie, like they, those two, their voices, Maddie and Tay, are so good. It's such like a country, an authentic country sound to it. Yeah, and like they they gotta get some traction. They they do, and I'm really crossing my fingers for them because they're super talented. Absolutely. So yeah, those are kind of a few of my many songs that I'm listening to at the moment. All right. All right. Any, any, uh, new artists you've been listening to particularly, or just trying to keep up with all the, the big hitters that are releasing song after song and album after album. Um, I probably have more like new namers than not. Um, um, who is I? I mean, I'm liking everything of Runaway June, which isn't. Oh, oh, here, okay. I'm seriously obsessed with Jordan Rager, which is like I know you are too, but I seriously can't stop listening to him. Like he's probably my go-to right now if I just want a song. Between like Small Town Talking, Where You Been All My Life, and then his latest one, Dirt My Veins. I think I know all the words to every song right now. So good. And, so good. I mean, honestly, every I think he releases a new song every six weeks or every two months or something. Yeah. And every time I see it, he's going to release a new one. I'm like, like, is this the one that's kind of going to be like, eh? but every time it gets better. And every time it's just his songs are fire. It's, they're catchy as hell. Like, yes, they are. And they don't come across like corny or cheesy or like no. country. And I'm just like, all right, just, just keep doing it. Whether anyone else knows about you, I know about you and I like it. Yeah. It, it, tr- it truly blows my mind that someone like, and I'm sure it's only a matter of maybe 2020 or 2021 is his year where he blows up and you know, he has a Jimmy Allen breakout or a, you know, Luke Combs yeah. and Morgan Wallen kind of breakout, but yeah, like you said, he's everything he releases is great. I'm the same. I think I have like 45 songs on my current playlist, and I think five or six of them are from him. It's just, yeah, it, it's crazy right now. He's and like they, they all should be singles on the radio, and that, that's just and they all do super well. Like if someone else, like it's, it's seriously, Morgan Wallen would take one of them. It blows up. Yeah, hundred percent. So, but uh, yeah, there's. I guess. I guess there's just uh, a lot of really talented artists and songwriters out there. So he just just needs to find that one that uh, just helps him break through. But I hope so. Um, yeah. I think all things considered, I, th- I think he's. I think he's doing pretty pretty well for himself. I think so. I think he's like, yeah, known and he's got a good base right now. So yeah, but he, he like opens up for someone that I want to see. I would go. Absolutely. Or I'll just leave after it. (laughs) (laughs) 
Same. Did we do that once? Or we were going to do that once. I'm trying Not to about doing it for Walker Hayes. That's right. Oh, because Fillmore opened up. We were, yeah. on, we were on such a high because, was it like six, nine months earlier, we were one of 30 in the crowd. So. Yeah. Uh, any any concerts coming up that you're going to? Um, I have a non-country concert. Julia Michaels. Is that her name? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I have her, and then um, I have Marin Morris in a couple of weeks. <sighs> yeah, the the one. Okay, I guess not the one con or like one bummer. This is moving here. I, I like it. <laughs> I like it. But I know there's like there's family and friends and you know all you know, that stuff. But I really I really need to see her in concert. I'm bummed that I had tickets to that and then I moved. But I'm sure you're gonna have a blast. Yes. I don't feel sorry for you, honestly. <laughs> Neither you do I. You like Lone Star and Chris Young, and it's fine. I don't feel sorry for you. I'll let you know how it goes. Yeah, last night, do you want to know what I did? I walked Always. I walked into a bar, no cover charge, bought a beer. It was a Monday night. Monday night. And, uh, yeah, listen to Chris Young put on like a 45-minute set, hour set. Cassidy Pope joined him. She's phenomenal. She's phenomenal. She only sang the one song, but wow! And he brought Gavin DeGraw out for a song, and it's just like what? Uh, just just another Monday night in Nashville. <laughs> this, this, I feel like their Mondays are my Fridays. It's crazy. Seriously, yeah. There's there's always something going on, and uh, yeah, it's cool. But super jealous. You're going to Marin. Um, I'm going to Dan and Shade next year in the pit at Bridgestone. Probably gonna get in trouble. Me too, but at the forum. You're in the pit for that one too. Absolutely, it's it's yeah. So we're talking about concerts, and I'm sure I'll talk about this on every podcast from here until it happens, and then I'll talk about it on every podcast afterwards. I'm so glad you. Have, I'm so glad you're making this decision too. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I'm so excited because well I'm in the pit for Dan and Shay, and then two weeks later I'm in the. Sandbar for Kenny Chesney. That's oh. all, those are two weeks apart. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> all right, you win. <laughs> yeah. So I'm so excited. It's a lifelong dream come true. So yeah, I I will talk about it until. Well, I'll always talk about it. I, I won't stop. That's okay. And that's exactly what we should be doing. Yeah, I agree. I'm spending the money and three four George Line, Old Dominion's gonna be there. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be in heaven. Yeah, you can't take money when you go to heaven, so nope. might as well spend it on country concerts. I agree. So actually this is kinda of funny. This past weekend I was at this karaoke bar and everyone was singing country and it was fantastic. And people came up to me and my friends were like, are you girls from like Texas or down South somewhere? You know, every country song that's playing. <laughs> we're like, no, they actually, they play country music in Wisconsin. And they're like, Oh, we've assumed you had to be from the South. <laughs> See, honestly, like I've gotten that a couple of times too. So like, Oh, is Wisconsin a big country music state? I'm like, absolutely. Like, yeah, I I know it's it, like there's not a I don't even know if there is like a a, a named well known artist from Wisconsin and country music right now, but um, 
you know, your your artists from your Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi, they're closer to Nashville. They can make that move. But right. seriously, it's, I mean, Michigan, Illinois, Wisconsin, Minnesota, like all big country states. Yeah, absolutely. With, with like, There's just farms and cornfields as far as you can see. Of course, we listen to country here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and by the way, did that guy really look like me? <laughs> I, I think so. So so for context, I was at this bachelorette party and sends me a photo of one of her friends and this guy. And she's like, does this look like you? And it, it did, but it also didn't. And I really did not want to claim that he looked like me. But you look better. I'll, and everyone agreed. They're like, Oh, your brother looks better than him. I'm like, okay, good. I think, I mean, yeah. I, I think and, like it was the, it was the facial. Like if you look closely like the eyes and the nose, I'm like, yeah, all right, I can, yeah. I can see that. But, but it was kind of funny. I, I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> I thought it was good. He made an appearance at the patch or at party. See, I knew I'd find my way there. All right. Well, uh, this was fun. Uh, we'll make sure we do this like sooner than we did this time. Um, cause yeah, there's going to be all kinds of new music coming out. We got the CMAs. We got artists doing Christmas shows, releasing Christmas music. Oh, did you see uh, Carrie Underwood's newest one? Do you like that? That was that choice. I do. I'm still yeah. ho- I'm still hoping backsliding comes up because I think it's okay. I think it's different. <laughs> I mean, yeah. this one's different too. So yeah, Carrie's queen. Yeah. She's gonna win Entertainer of the Year. She's killing it. And yeah, everything is right in country music right now. It's it just it's great. I kind of still want Eric Church to win Entertainer okay. of the Year. Okay. 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 We will have. I'm still conflicted. But anyways, yeah, everything is right in country music right now. Yes. Well, as always, you know where to find us, folks. Raisedonit.blog. Uh, if you're listening to us on iTunes, hit that little five star uh, button in the review portion. Leave us a nice little note if you'd like. Uh, follow us on Facebook, the Twitter, and the Instagram. And uh, yeah. We have some cool things coming up, uh, which reminds me, I got to send you some some ideas. I think we're gonna turn of the year. We're gonna be doing you know, some. You know some what we cool didn't talk things. about? Oh yeah, far away. Because <laughs> you're talking. We didn't talk about the CMT Artist of the Year awards. All right, talk about them. Like that was. I cried through the whole show, and I just thought it was like really. Because when you were saying how like everything's right in country music, that's kind of what like triggered my memory. Because I thought that was like one of the most enjoyable things I've watched pertaining to country. I loved everyone on the stage. The whole message of the night was fantastic, and I thought that if I had to limit myself to only listening to people in that room, I would die happy. Wow, that's yeah, that's deep as shit. Way to end, way to right. end the podcast like Old Dominion out ended the album. <laughs> <laughs> I brought it back down. Full circle. No, I totally agree. I, I haven't watched the full thing yet, but I watched enough of the clips and it's it just epitomizes everything about country music, family, togetherness, love, respect. It was just it's just great. It just makes you feel good. Yeah. Yes. Agreed. Warm and fuzzies and tears. So yeah, it was really well. Well done. That's it. Okay, you can go into your spiel. Sorry. Alright, no, we're good. Uh stay tuned and uh Yeah, we'll bring you some more and more content coming forward. Until next time. 